You're listening to the Personal Development Through Martial Arts podcast, the podcast where the world's highest personal development experts and martial arts masters come together to empower and inspire you to become your strongest self and live the life that you truly want. Join host Bogdan Rosho, author, public speaker, and the founder of the first personal development through martial arts school in the world in the podcast where you become the hero. We're here with uh, Ron and Kate McKnight, and I'm very excited because this is a first for the podcast because we're doing a three-way interview and um it's not just your typical three-way interview because these guys have built an amazing business together helping entrepreneurs uh, market themselves how are you guys i'm doing fantastic good. yeah thanks yeah. for having us you yeah. guys look good are you guys musicians did you quit your uh, musician careers to become yes, uh, marketers I, um, Exactly. I was formerly a rock star. I decided. <laughs> That's too boring, right? Let me just yeah, get like, it. Uh, got tired of constantly <laughs> traveling, you know, touring the world and partying nonstop. So I thought marketing. That's yeah, that's that's cool. understandable. Yeah, yeah. Most uh, most of our listeners right now are like, yeah, yeah, that's that's that totally makes sense. Uh, <laughs> guys, if you're listening to the interview right now, uh, these guys have these three gorgeous guitars behind them on their wall. Yeah. So yeah. tell us a bit about yourselves. Um, but yeah, we are we are guitarists, sort of. We noodle. We noodle around. Play every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was that a career for you? Like, uh, were you guys getting paid to sing, or is it just like a hobby that you guys uh, enjoy? Yeah, it's always just been a hobby. Just um, we both separately. I mean, growing up, I guess, played music, yeah. and then when we got together, that was one of the first things. We used to get together. Yeah, that's actually the, that's how we kind of um, started hanging out. We, we met in college and then we were like, hey, let's play guitar together this weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We didn't stop hanging out every weekend after that. Yeah, but, yeah I had like two concerts in my life. Um, yeah. One of my parents, um, my parents' back deck was my first concert and then a, a coffee shop and like 10 people came. So I'm basically a rock star. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. You just, need, you just need the right 10 people to come to show up it's true. It's very yeah. true. these weren't the right ones but <laughs> yeah. right so ron told me told me kate that you were actually the first one to um uh, jump into the world of marketing how did that happen yeah uh, it was it was a, a longer process i'm going to try to like condense this down because it happened really probably over the course of a couple two or three years mm -hmm. um but it really started with copywriting for mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. um, and even how I became a copywriter is kind of a story in and of itself. I was working at a animal shelter here in mm -hmm. town. I was, I tell people I was a professional poop scooper, which is pretty <laughs> accurate. Um, I spent the whole morning cleaning up the kennels and then the whole afternoon yeah. trying to get them homes. But, you know, I always loved writing and knew that I didn't want to be scooping poop for the rest of my life. As much as I love dogs and I love cats, I love animals, but yeah, that wasn't my calling. Um, so I sort of discovered this whole, like, there's like a whole online world where people like actually get paid to do stuff online. And mm -hmm. so I started exploring um, 
back then it was Elance. It's right. Upwork now. It was Elance back then. Started writing content. Ended up doing that for like a year and a half almost. Mm -hmm. um, and got picked up after that project I was working on ended, which it, it allowed me to kind of fr get freedom from the shelter and quit mm -hmm. that job and work from home full time. But after that ended, I got picked up by an agency, um, someone who just needed lots of ghost copywriters. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about sales copy at the right. time. I didn't so, realize what so it was. For everybody who's listening in, and if you're not sure what we're talking about when we're saying copywriting, it's, it basically means helping somebody sell or an idea, a product, or improving their brand through text mainly. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's like the persuasive words. If you're a copywriter, I joke around. It's like being a professional manipulator. Mm. Um, or good. You can do it for good or evil. I choose Definitely. to use it for good and sell <laughs> So good things that I think are really going to help people. Um, but yeah, so I discovered that, fell in love with it. And um, my the, the agency I was kind of working through, they actually paid for me to get certified as a mm -hmm. digital marketer and go through a whole bunch of courses and certifications because I was, I was hungry. I just wanted to learn more about it. And so mm -hmm. that, that's how the, the whole transition kind of happened mm -hmm. for me. I love that. I love that. What about you, Ronald? Like, what was the turning point for you? So we both have a background in English education. We were both English teachers uh, mm -hmm. before moving down to Knoxville. So when we moved to Knoxville, we decided to just find jobs in the meantime. We didn't think we were going to stay in teaching, but just something to kind of tide us over. So I started working in manufacturing. And next thing I know, it was like three years later, and I was still in manufacturing. I enjoyed my job, but um, it wasn't super fulfilling. I feel like mm -hmm. I kind of capped out. Yeah. So. I saw Kate, I would leave Kate in the morning, you know, before the sun was up, work all day, come home. Kate's like in her pajamas, you know, <laughs> playing on the computer. Uh, and so I'm like, oh man, like I'm, I'm really interested in this, I right? That. Yeah. Living, living the dream. So I was able to leverage uh, my background in tech. I used to build computers, mess around with websites. Mm -hmm. So I um, pretty quickly joined up work and then uh, teamed up with an agency. So they hired me on. And through them, I came on as a project manager and started learning um, more about WordPress, Facebook ads, started building mm -hmm. funnels. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Just a few years ago, I got involved with like Unbounds and ClickFunnels was pretty new at the time. Right. So I was able to just pretty quickly transition out of my full-time job into the online realm. But initially, my was seeing Kate being able to do it and be successful and like, okay, yeah, I, I want to do this too. So are you guys spending all of your days in pajamas now? <laughs> Actually, um, <laughs> you can only see the top of me, so the bottom of me, you're like, a, like you're like a, pants. you're like a news anchor, right? Who's wearing like <laughs> those shorts under the desk? Yeah, we're like exactly. in boxers underneath here. No, but um, for the most part, yeah. Unless we have like a, a coffee date or an event we're going to, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be comfy. I'm at home. Come on. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, to me, like, I see myself in a few years just having, like, living in a cabin in the woods and um, just like a cabin with an internet connection and just doing everything from there. Like, wow, that, that would be perfect for me. Awesome, guys. So let me just ask you, what do people get wrong when it comes to marketing and what do people don't really understand when it comes to funnels, right? Like building a really, really effective 
online funnel that actually sells, right? Because everybody can, can make a click uh, funnels account today, right? But uh, there's a lot of difference. There's a huge difference between actually having one that sells and one that's like, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, we were talking about it just the other day. There's a big difference between having a funnel that works technically and one that converts mm -hmm. because you can funnel hack anyone in the world. I mean, you can go through their funnel, see exactly what they're doing and then mimic it. You yeah. know, straight up copy it and it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. uh, your offer is going to be different. Your audience is going to be different. So one of the biggest mistakes I see are funnel hackers who just directly copy their competition or someone right. else who's successful. So think be it's work. before we get super, super technical, let's just, let's just mention yeah. like, um, um, what is a funnel, right? For everybody who like has nobody, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, I have a funnel in my kitchen. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, so the, the way I like to describe it is a funnel is just a series of steps that someone goes on to complete an action or, mm -hmm. you know, to call it a conversion. So it's something that you lead them along a path to go from A to B, where B, they're taking an action, whether it's, you know, downloading a guide, buying a product, uh, signing up for a webinar, uh, whatever your goal is will change, but it's kind of a very targeted, specific series of actions that they take. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, yeah, sir. Please. Yeah, so going kind of along with that, what I see kind of the biggest mistake is people like viewing it as just a series of steps they can copy and paste from someone else. They'll just do this kind of thing when instead of viewing it as what do you want your prospect to do, your ideal client to do, and just thinking of them as like a holistic person, like they're a human being. So like how do you build the relationship over those process of those steps to essentially get them to do what you want, but in a like organic, not a forced or mm. weird way. Like funnels are building relationships on on autopilot. Mm -hmm, yeah, that's that's powerful, you know. And uh, for a lot of people, it kind of a, it's kind of a contrast. Like, what do you mean build relationships on autopilot? There's no auto in relationships, right? And stuff like that. Yeah, but that's 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 the basic mindset that you need to have. You know, like this this story comes to mind. This is a really stupid story. Like, <laughs> When I when I learned about funnels and Facebook ads, and I was playing around like uh, with Facebook ads from from my uh, first marketing mentor, I was really frustrated with my dating life, right? And I thought to myself, you know what? Screw this. Screw just uh, how like you know doing writing task texts on uh, Facebook or Tinder or whatever. So here's here's what I did. Like this, this is really silly. Um, I wrote this article like what, what I wanted my ideal partner to be like, what I value in a relationship and stuff like that. And I started paying for traffic for women to see that article. And at the end of the article, I had a call to action. I said, if you feel like this is you and you feel like you, you're, you like what I wrote and you enjoyed this article, connect with me on Facebook. <laughs> and I was reading ads. What? I have to know the results of this. This, uh, yeah, this, was, this was crazy, right? So I was running uh, ads to this um, ridiculous article. And my mentor, I forgot that he still had access to my ads account, right? And he was getting notifications for, for the activity on my Facebook ads account. And he like, all of, out of the bloom, he was like, so what's your uh, cost per day? What's your, uh, 
<laughs> what's what's your uh, cost per kiss? What's like what's your percentage? <laughs> oh shit! How how did you find out? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. I did get one date from uh, from For that real? because I, I felt so embarrassed that my my mentor uh, found out that I had that I shut it off. Right? But, wow! Stupid. Yeah, really, really crazy. Yeah. Like thinking outside the box. Yeah, it's a. And then he was. And then he was using this story to sell his Facebook ads uh, services, like on his sales calls. Like, you know what? Like, one of my clients actually got a date by using this uh, method. <laughs> Smooth. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, where are like the, the steps that you need? Because you know, I'm talking to you, but having a bit of experience, I know that it does take a lot of trial and error, and it does take. Um, a lot of resources to get a really really good funnel going like how much what would you say would be a good investment for somebody who is starting out who's like testing out their their niche to see like what would be the right message you know um uh, who has some money put aside for that um what what would be like an an investment they would they, they would need to make for a decent funnel for the building of the funnel or for like testing it with traffic both building it and testing it and making it actually work like from from zero to uh, to complete mm -hmm. i'm gonna say the biggest investment up front you should make should be your time mm. um, spend a lot of as much time as you need to gather the organic data as far as like who is your ideal client like mm. who Who's the perfect fit for your offer? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, sell your offer a few times, maybe before mm -hmm. you build your funnel. Mm -hmm. like, I love validate. that. Mm -hmm. And that's all free. Yeah. Um, we love free. Yeah. <laughs> free is great, especially when you're starting out to validate an offer. Because we'll have people, you know, prospects come through sometimes and they've got an unvalidated offer. And yeah. We don't really want to take them on because we could build them out a great funnel. Yeah. But if their audience, or their potential audience doesn't want the thing they're selling, then the funnel technically isn't going to convert. Like mm -hmm. it's going to work again, but it's not going to convert. So I would say make your biggest investment, just your time at first. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to say anything about, let's say you like actually have some money set aside for this, any like ballpark park? Uh, between traffic and funnels. I mean, depending on who you have built it, um, five to 10 grand. Um, just to kind of take a validated offer. Uh, the the more of that you can put towards traffic, the faster you'll validate. Um, yeah. Really got legs, mm -hmm. um, depending on your platform. But I would say ballpark. We we um, were talking with a guy who works with startups recently, and that's something that he's told them. Try set to have 10, ten grand set aside to to really see if just this has got legs, and and validate and go from there. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So, um, Facebook ads was a lot more accessible like a few years ago, right? You could actually get a lot of, a lot better results for uh, less money. Um, who do you feel Facebook ads are, um, are for now? Like it's, can somebody who's just starting out, like for example, a martial arts teacher, right? Because we're, we are in the martial arts, the personal development through martial arts podcast, somebody who, who just opened a school. Is it wise for them to use Facebook ads in your opinion? I think so. Um, you're looking there at like, like a local lead generation. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be a little less competitive since you're in an area. Yeah. Um, 
there's a little bit less that can go wrong as opposed to uh, someone who's trying to go national and they're doing interest targeting on top of, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of little like tips and hacks and stuff, but if you can at least get your message out, even if it's at, you know, $10 a day to, you know, like in Knoxville, if, if I had a gym and I was trying to bring people in, whether it's pushing out content, it's super easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Content, videos or like a free <laughs> offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I always notice that with my ads. Like when, whenever I run a campaign for uh, my school here in uh, Bucharest, it's so easy and I'm getting such, re- such good returns. And then when I'm making an ad just to promote an article or anything, like some free content on, on, in the U.S., like nationally or stuff like that, it's just, oh, it's like headaches. Oh my God, what am I doing with my money? Why, why did I do that again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, cool. So what would you say for somebody who um, does have a validated offer who, um, oh, and by the way, how do you actually validate your offer? Like um, you, you mentioned, Kate, uh, you mentioned sales, right? Having a few sales and uh, identifying who your target market is. But aside from that, what else can you do? So we like, once you've gotten, uh, we typically work with a higher ticket now. So anywhere from mm-hmm. two or 3,000 up. Um, if they've ran three or four clients through that, yeah. Then, then in our opinion, it's, it's, it's got legs. It's mm-hmm. you know, validated enough mm-hmm. to kind of build something out to test it to a wider audience. Yes. Um, with us, we recommend a lot of um, webinar or what we call an anti-webinar formula. Mm. And, and, and basically it's leading to a phone call because we talked about that yes. relationship building of videos and, and that type of content, whether it's through a webinar or maybe a typical BSL or an anti-webinar that's going to build some of that relationship, but for higher ticket, you're going to want to get them on the phone. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to book calls and people are excited, you may have to work on your price point a little bit, your sales pitch, that sort of thing. But as you talk with people, you'll figure out if you're like way off the mark and those first three or four were a fluke or you just need a little bit of tweaking. But we always recommend people at that, at that beginning, the organic, Talking to your potential customer is like one of the best investments. Yeah, talk to do. them, have have phone conversations, have Zoom conversations, um, whether it's, or Facebook Messenger, if it's over LinkedIn, like mm-hmm. have conversations mm-hmm. with people, um, see what they think about what you're offering. Um, and then of course it's fully validated once they agree to, you know, give them, hand mm-hmm. over their credit card for mm-hmm. whatever you're selling, obviously. Some people will say, oh yeah, that sounds great, but if they're not willing to pay for it, it's not. It's not validated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I was just like, I was talking to a prospect on the phone and uh, he was like, oh, you know, I've been coaching a lot of people. I said, great. Um, how much are you charging for your coaching? Oh, I'm not, I haven't gotten paid yet. Oh, so you haven't really coached anybody yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So do you feel that it makes a lot more sense when you're uh, selling something that's high ticket, like a service, like one-on-one coaching, that's like two grand a month, three grand a month, or uh, it makes a lot more sense to create an actual funnel and uh, do the whole webinar um, system. I think so. Yeah. Leading to a phone call, just because when you're at the point where um, a lot of our people are uh, Facebook playing the Facebook game. So 24 seven, they're on there prospecting, putting out content, having like a dozen Facebook messenger conversations at once. And they're saying the same thing over and over. They're having the same objections, asking uh, same questions, getting the same yes. answers. So a funnel is basically a way to then kind of automate all mm-hmm. of all that stuff in the middle yeah. so that mm-hmm. then you're attracting the right people. They're warmed up through your content, whether that's, you know, 
through something like a webinar or an anti-webinar. And then by the time you get them on the phone, you're having that, that conversation there. And it's a lot different than starting from scratch every single time and, right. and doing all of that manually. Hey, sorry to interrupt the interview. I'll let you get back to it in a moment. Let me just ask you, do you want more financial freedom in your business so that you have time for the important things in your life? Would you like to level up your business and become a black belt in business success? Let me help you. I will personally take a look at your business and show you exactly how you can make it more profitable so that you enjoy more financial freedom and more time with your loved ones. Get in touch with me over social media. Links are in the description. Send me a message with the text business breakthrough and we will schedule an appointment and you will get a free coaching session where I teach you exactly how to make your business more profitable without putting in more hours. And this is going to be only for the first five people who get in touch with me this week. So check the description, get in touch with me on social media, send me a message with the text business breakthrough, and let me help you take your business to the next level. Mm, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So guys, basically, in other words, what you're doing um, is just taking all of that repetitive stuff that you're doing that you probably hate already that you've uh, done over and over and you're systemizing that and you're just doing what you love uh, and just getting, you know, to the specifics and getting to know that person over the phone and seeing them exactly. if, if uh, they're right fit. What, what is an anti-webinar? So an anti-webinar, let me frame it this way. So today's webinars are kind of, they're lengthy. They're usually last up to like two hours. Right. Um, a lot of unnecessary fluff, like stroking the speaker's ego, talking about how all his wonderful credentials and having your own proof is important. But mm -hmm. um, there's just, and then the whole like closing sequence, like generally there's only like 10, a few minutes of actual value in a webinar. And people are catching on to that. Like, yeah. The market's becoming more sophisticated every single day. So what we've kind of done is create a way to, to package someone's expertise mm -hmm. and cut, trim all the fat, basically trim all the fat from a webinar. We don't do the long intro. We don't do the super long outro yeah. trying to get them on the call sequence. It's, it's a lot cleaner. Um, and this there's, it's also more education based. So it isn't just about like creating desire for something. It's mm -hmm. someone can actually watch an anti-webinar and get value out of it. And if they're not your ideal client, they're probably going to try to take some of that stuff and implement it themselves. Yeah. Um, but your actual ideal client is going to recognize the value in that. Yeah. And they're not, they're going to realize that they can't do that on their own or, yeah, or maybe yeah. they try for a second and they're like, no, this is too hard. This and person knows what they're doing. They've actually given me value and sort of mm -hmm. results in advance. Mm -hmm. And that's today's market's not doing that. So if you do that, you're going to massively stand, stand out. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I hate is like, um, you know, having that pitch at the end, but you know, if you put the fact that, look, at the end, I'm going to show you a way of working together. If you decide to take it, that's great. That's not like, tell me that in the beginning, because I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn this stuff, right? So you learn a, a bit of 
what you're interested in and and then at the end uh the close comes like mother yeah (laughs) and all they did was create desire for you to take the next step and yeah i get that that's what marketing is all about like i'm a copywriter i realize that's kind of that's the game you play but at the same time that there's this the market's changing we don't Mm -hmm. have to play the same game and do things the way they've always been done i think it's the market's smarter than that like Mm -hmm. let's actually do something different be innovative i I love like i don't know if you guys are familiar with jason capital's uh, uh stuff um i interviewed him for for the show uh one of the things that i love about some of these videos they're like pure pitch right that's that's like the beginning of the title pure pitch and then like blah, blah, how do we do blah 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 i think that's a lot more honest approach to uh, uh the selling and to to writing like when you when you tell the person look i'm gonna pitch you at the end expect it because it's natural because i believe in it because you get get the best results with me so deal with it right but tell me in the beginning right yeah. yes yeah. absolutely be honest honesty goes a long way <laughs> yeah, yeah against even the tech of it like the the automated webinars that are pretending to be live people are starting to get hip um having to jump through hoops like you know maybe it's next tuesday at 9 a.m the webinar is so you have to like put in your calendar and try to prepare the, the people we work with they they're selling high ticket like their prospects have a big problem they need a big solution and they want it now yeah. they don't want to wait through hours of of you know fluff right. they don't want to wait until next week to find out more about it yeah, you imagine like a busy CEO, they don't have time to wait for your webinar to come out. Like, mm-hmm. Or to spend, like to spend two hours and just get like 10 yeah. minutes of what, like, right. yeah. oh, with that shit, like, come on. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, so guys, how, how, let me just ask you about your, um, you know, uh, more of a personal question. Like, how do you guys keep your relationship um, awesome and fun while running a business together? It's actually falling apart at the seams. Um, yeah, I looked like it. I didn't want to say anything, but <laughs> it's, I'm it, glad you put it out there. Like, and I mean, you never know. Like, yeah. That—that that is true. And we do have a um, an eight-month-old as well. So yes, it, that's like another wrinkle. She's here a lot. Um, it is she like lives here. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Right. It is a challenge. Like, we mm-hmm. do not have a perfect business relationship. We don't have a perfect marriage. We're not perfect parents. I think everyone I in don't the world can resonate with that. <laughs> so we'll start with a, a disclaimer. But yeah. for us, I mean, a, a business relationship is a lot like a normal relationship, like communication mm-hmm. and having shared goals. So if if we're both working on stuff, we're going towards the same point. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if she's going in this direction, I'm going in this one, and we're not aware of the distance between the two, when we get to those places and then we look at each other, we're like, what the hell are you doing over there? Like, I thought we were doing this. And they're like, no, 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 we're doing this from a short term and long term perspective. Um, communicating our, our, our small goals, like for this week, here's, yeah. here's our priorities, where we want to be in two years, five years, 10 years. Um, that's, that's been huge. Yeah. Um, and kind of understanding each other's communication style mm-hmm. or like, like our love language. Mm-hmm. Mm, um, that's super important. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, and, if you haven't read the five love languages, mm-hmm. you Google that right now, right after this. Okay. Not right now. After this interview. <laughs> right after this. Yeah. After this. Yeah. That's a good one. For sure. Cause that's huge. Um, because we're both, I mean, if you even think about us from a skills perspective, I'm tech and automation. I'm kind of like the nerdy's number guy. And then Kate is the copywriter. She's a little more on the creative spectrum. Mm. So the way we work, 
is different and the way we communicate is different. So we've got to like be aware of that Mm -hmm. and accepting that sometimes I'm going to do something differently and and maybe want her to do something a different way, but she's got her process. I've got mine Mm -hmm. and just like being okay with that. Yeah. And kind of helping each other. Like he, he recognizes my strengths, but also my weaknesses. And fortunately he kind of compliments areas where I'm weak. Mm -hmm. Um, Like for me, focus is really difficult and prioritizing. So he's almost like a a project manager for me. um, Whereas I can help him with other areas where he's um, maybe weaker. So we can. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, like being more on the creative side, I know what you feel like um, because it's when you're creative, it's super, super difficult just to keep like, okay, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm going to be doing uh, for, for tomorrow and so on. It's super, super hard. But having somebody to just give you that clarity, like, look, you, we need to focus on this right now. Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. super helpful, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like knowing what our goals are. For, something we try to do is kind of set out our goals together. And mm-hmm. I think this is for any partnership, whether or not you're married, but, you know, have monthly goals quarterly goals, yearly goals, and then mm-hmm. weekly, weekly and daily, weekly goals and daily tasks to meet mm-hmm. those goals. Mm-hmm. 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 Awesome. Finding the time to like step back and, and really mm-hmm. evaluate that stuff. So um, we try to do this every so often with the baby. We haven't done it uh, in a few months, but next week we're going on kind of like a three day retreat where it's mm-hmm. like a digital so it's basically a like you mentioned a cabin in the woods but no electricity uh, we're just gonna do a lot of hiking and reading and journaling and just like really trying to process everything and making sure that we're where we need to be mentally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be able to show up like we need to it's funny because i did that last weekend like a friend invited mm-hmm. us over to his cabin cabin like no signal no no reception or nothing yeah and that was that was fun that was fun. That's awesome. how'd you yeah. feel at first do you feel like anxious at first? Um, no, because it was like a cool group of people and we were just talking a lot mm-hmm. of the time and we went through the woods. I actually slept a lot. I slept yeah. like more than I ever slept before. So my body <laughs> yeah. needed it. I think yeah. that shows like we don't rest. We don't take time enough to rest. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are tired if we actually stop and listen to them. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you stop drinking coffee today, that that usually happens to me. Like if I say, okay, I'm not going to be drinking coffee today, mm-hmm. I am immediately like the next day I need sleep. Like my mm-hmm. body's like, oh my god, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I can rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Awesome. As I'm drinking my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you like picking up the coffee, and then when I say coffee, like oh. Yeah, oh. like, oh. <laughs> shamed no, no don't don't worry about it i had like four cups of coffee today so mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i got mine in too i've so. had more but <laughs> <laughs> don't judge. Yeah. Don't judge me. i'm a mom you can't judge me <laughs> fuel, fuel for creativity <laughs> yeah. awesome guys so who's your um who's your client who should get in touch with you listening to this podcast right now so we work with a lot of online entrepreneurs, online specifically. So coaches, consultants, um, some service providers, uh, mm-hmm. basically anyone who's got that working business validated model mm-hmm. that right. wants to get more time back to mm-hmm. be able to focus on their genius zone, what they're really good at. Like you uh, mentioned earlier, um, if they're constantly 
having to show up on Facebook and do all that organic prospecting, like you'll, you'll never completely get away from that. But if that's your, that's your entire day, it's hard to one, show up for clients to show up for family, friends, hobby, like, you know, your outside life. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got that and they're looking for that. Then we can help them build a system that will automate kind of that in between to where they're getting booked calls on their calendar with people who are interested, people who are already kind of Mm pre-framed for what they want. And then I'll have to spend all that time educating going out and finding those people yeah connecting with them doing that whole whole thing it takes so much energy just to get new clients through the door and yes your current clients suffer yeah Yeah, exactly if you're if you're wearing all the hats including the marketing hat then that's time away from serving your clients and really stepping into your your genius zone Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So guys, if you do have a business and you want to get a bit more uh, time and just have a bit more fun in your life, instead of chasing people and talking to them about your business, your service, definitely get in touch with these guys. I'll post a link in the uh, show notes. Um, What is the best place to get in touch with you guys? Um, You can check out our website, Mm funnelrehabbers.com. And then we're both on Facebook at funnel rehabbers, Ron and Kate McKnight. Um, We're pretty easy to find. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has Google now. So just Google it. Google it. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Guys. guys, thank you so much for um, uh, being here and sharing your, your uh, story and your wisdom. I had a lot of fun talking about it. Oh, no. Thanks for having Absolutely. us. This was, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, oh, hey. Uh, I actually almost forgot. If you guys have one question to ask our audience, what would that be? Ooh. That's a good. That's a good question about a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. The, the first thing I thought of, and this this might get a little bit woo, but um, my word for the year is intentional. So mm-hmm. because I'm having to spend a lot of time being more present, part of that has been the birth of my daughter, like really reevaluating things. So I would ask, are you living your best life, or are you living up to your potential? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I think we get in autopilot. Mm-hmm stop and we don't evaluate and then years go by and we're like how did i end up here and it's because mm-hmm. we never stopped and said am i really happy am i fulfilled if i'm not what can i do to, to change it yeah yeah and it's funny because i was actually talking about it with my girlfriend last night this idea of being more in the moment being more present right mm-hmm. which is super easy to like for example when you're training martial arts it's so easy when you're in that space Oh, I forgot to ask you it's something else, but oh, let me just go, go back there. Um, it's so easy to do it like when you're in the school, but you're like, you're coming home and like Facebook and then YouTube and then you're like just sunken into all of this stuff. How do you guys manage that? How, how are you guys becoming more present? Mm-hmm. Do you want to answer? Do we answer? Um, I, know you, I know what you do, but yeah, tell them because okay. it's, it's probably better than, I mean, I'll, since I'm already talking. I do have a morning formula that mm-hmm. I really, really try to stick to right. um, something I've more started in the last like four months. And so it's, it includes, I've got kind of my own sort of vision board, digital vision board, if you will. Um, I read my Bible, I journal, um, I fill my, my brain I, with good stuff before I yeah. start my day with gratitude and all that and really like check in with myself mentally. Um, 
-hmm. And we've got, I've got a book that I read, um, it's the 177 Mental Toughness Secrets of the World Class. It's a, so I'll read one page of that. 177, that is so specific. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how he arrived and at it. In the quarter. Yeah. So when I'm through that, I'm just going to start it over again because it's, it's and like it's like gold. It's a, yeah, it's great. So I love that. I love that. Yeah. And um, mine's and, like really similar. Uh, I just try and not get on. Um, so we, we, uh, after this last digital detox, we got rid of phones in the bedroom. So mm -hmm. we wake up alarm clock now, like a, one of those sunrise alarm clocks. Um, and I try to put my phone in airplane mode at night. Yeah. And then I don't take it out of airplane mode until like a couple hours after I wake up the next day so I can do my meditation, so I can journal, so I can read and without email and Facebook notifications and like all yeah. that stuff crowding in so I can be clear. I, I get you. I have a rooster in my bathroom. A rooster? Like a, yeah. Like, you know, the ones that's like, cuckoo, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just playing. Whatever works. It's a great, that's a great idea, actually, you know? And my girlfriend's like, you're always on your phone. And I think mm -hmm. that would be a better idea just to leave the phone in the living room. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Just like yeah. avoid the temptation altogether. Because yeah. if I have it by my bed, I'll wake yeah. up and I'm groggy and I'll yeah. be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I need to get up, but let me just lay here yeah. for a minute and scroll. And it's like, yeah. yeah. Automatically doing that, like, either, either you're, you're overwhelmed or you've got FOMO or you're like, seeing stuff is upsetting you and it's like it's 5 30 in the morning like i don't need to be stressed out immediately mm -hmm. when i wake up and mm. i think it's like just take take a cue from kids they're always living in the moment like mm. it's mm. we just stop and like look into our daughter's eyes and she's yeah. just like chewing on something and just having a blast totally like, happy <laughs> i need to learn more from her from her definitely definitely i love that i love that and then i know that ron is meditating on a uh, regular basis right yes congrats for that for 365 days of meditation you just saw your post earlier on, on facebook oh yeah i hit, I hit it a year today i didn't mm -hmm. think it was going to happen but through the um because i've kind of meditated on and off for the last couple of years but yeah. i finally paid for the headspace app and i was like okay put my money where my mouth is i have to do it now i love that i love that awesome Guys, thank you again, and um, I'll see you guys uh, all. I'll keep in touch, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Guys, go ahead and uh, connect with them and let us, know, um, um, let us know what was your biggest takeaway from this interview, and I'll see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And if you're ready for more financial freedom, for more time, to spend with your loved ones or doing what you're really, really, really passionate about. Send me a message over social media, connect with me, links are in the description, and I will give you a free business breakthrough session where I will show you exactly how you can make your business more profitable so that you live a happy and fulfilled life with your loved ones. I'll see you soon.